Hello, my friends. Welcome to another episode of Shining Through. I spent some time with my niece recently. She's my oldest niece, and she is pregnant with her third girl. And it just gave me some flashbacks of when I was first having young kiddos. It took us a few years after being married to want to start trying to have kids. And I remember this moment when my other niece was like three or four years old, and my husband met her for the first time. And she is a little mini me. Her eyes, her face shape, her body type, she just looks like she could be my daughter. And when he saw her for the first time, he looked at me and he said, we need to start having kids because I need a little girl. And honestly, in that moment, my heart was a little bit conflicted because I was feeling ready to start having kids as well. But I always wanted a boy first. I wanted my oldest to be a son. And when I found out that I was having my first son, I was so excited. And then boy number two, I was like, I'm okay with that. I'm not sure I want the drama and the hair and the periods and all the things of little girls. But my husband, each time we've had another child, he has always hoped for a girl. Don't get me wrong. He loves my boys. But he has just held on to that moment of that little version of my niece wanting to look just like me. Now, I've gone in and out over the years, leaning more towards being totally fine just being a boy mom. But recently, as we started trying to have kids again, my heart opened up to wanting to have a little girl. And as I've reflected on why it is I've had kind of a preference to raise boys instead of girls, I think a lot of it has to do with being raised in a home without boundaries and how I emotionally experienced the world wasn't a very safe place for me. And the thought of having that vulnerability happen to my own daughter just makes me want to hide. And logically, I know that if I ever have a daughter, she would have a completely different experience than what I had growing up. But there's just this protective energy, especially around boundaries, that makes it hard for me to want to choose into that. Now, jumping back to that conversation that I had with my oldest niece, who's now pregnant with her third daughter, she was explaining some of her own fears and struggles with these sweet little daughters that she has. I felt that protective desire build up in me, and we had a long conversation about some of the truths that I've learned over the years that can help her create a safe and beautiful environment for her three little girls. And I want to share some of that with you today. But first, I want to paint you a picture of her second child. And I laugh because... Her second girl and my second boy are literally the same person. It's really, really funny for me to watch. But her kiddo is like two and mine is now nine. So it's fun to see how I've experienced that over the years and give her some of those tools. Her little girl is in the phase where she is just screaming over anything. And no matter what you tell her, you have to say it over and over and over again or she's not going to listen. And she's pushing the line at all of the things that she can. And I can laugh about it now. But when I was in that phase with my second child, it was so overwhelming to me. And I felt like I just was grasping for anything I could do to feel like I could breathe again. And I remember first trying more of a threatening and controlling response to this child. And honestly, a little bit sheepishly, this worked for my first kiddo. He tends to be a rule follower by nature, and it worked for him if I was really direct. Well, the second kiddo for me and my niece just pushes back on any of that. 
that false sense of control leads to a loss of credibility in the relationship and invites a power struggle that seems like it never ends. I remember reading a parenting book that was referring to toddlers who are constantly looking for power struggles, that it's really not respecting them or respecting you to have that power struggle. As I shared that with my niece, she said, well, what else can I do? Can you give me some tools? And it brought to my mind three things that I've used regularly over the years that have really been effective from parenting books and different classes I've taken. And all of them have to do with clear boundaries. Clear boundaries help you drop the fight. And here are three examples of how to do this with kiddos. First is when then. I want you to do this exercise with me where you put your hands together in a prayer position where your palms are both facing each other. Now, if you push your right hand into your left, your left hand goes backwards. And your left hand wants to push back in response. And you push one way and the next way, back and forth and back and forth. This is what emotionally we do with our children when they ask for something and we say no, and then they give us an excuse and try and talk us into it. And then we get mad at them for asking over and over again. It's just back and forth, right? The goal is to drop the struggle. If you drop one of your hands, the other one doesn't have anything to push against. It's not a fight anymore. And one of the simplest tools that I learned to do this is called when then. Instead of going back and forth arguing about what to do, you simply say, when this is done, then we'll have a conversation. Or when this is done, then you can have what you're asking for. For example, you might be asking your kiddo to pick up toys before dinner. And they say, I don't want to, or it's this person's fault because they they did it too. Or you always ask me to do all the things. Instead of giving them the answer to their rebuttal, you simply say something like, when the toys are done, then you can have dinner and you walk away. It's not an argument. It's not a back and forth. It's just a simple, clear directive that they know exactly what's expected of them. I learned this tool in the Positive Parenting Solutions, and it was life-changing for me. But over the years, I have found that it's important to me to have those two-way conversations with my kiddos. So a more evolved version of this tool is what I call one, two, three, what will I see? I got so tired of being ignored or having them just do whatever they want when I ask them to do something. I also felt worn out by saying the same things over and over and over again. And I noticed a pattern in what I was saying. They were either listening and obeying, trying to talk their way out of it, or ignoring me and doing whatever they wanted. And so I put those three things to numbers and said, okay, here are your choices. Anytime mom asks you to do something, You can do one, two, or three. But here's what happens when you do them. One, if you obey right away, that's awesome. You get a good feeling. Mom feels respected and good things happen. Two, if you want to talk to me, that's fine. But you need to ask respectfully. And then we can have a conversation. Three, if you choose to ignore me and do whatever you want anyway, you lose whatever it is you're ignoring me with. So if I tell them I need you to pick up their toys and they obey right away, that's one. If they stop and respectfully say what they're feeling or asking me if they can do it later or if they can have a few more minutes, then we have a conversation. But if they argue with me or they just do whatever they want, they lose the chance with those toys or it affects whatever good thing comes next. 
and they just know that standing rule in my house. It makes it really easy for me when I see a behavior that's not one or two. I don't have to sit and tell them all the things they're doing wrong. I just say, one, two, three, what will I see? That's a three choice. And sometimes they'll stop and shift and make a two choice or a one choice. And sometimes they keep doing a three choice, but they know that if they do, they are choosing the consequence. You see how this is helping them understand clear boundaries? This is what's expected of you. And this is what will happen if you choose not to respect that boundary. It teaches them the power of choice and it models healthy boundaries in a relationship. But for all of this to work, there's a third piece that I found over the years to be very, very important. I learned about it in the book, The Whole Brain Child, which is a fantastic parenting book if you haven't read it yet. I'll link it in the show notes. But this book explores how and why kids respond emotionally or logically and how to connect the two different parts of their brain so that they can both feel and think through different situations. And one of the things that they teach is to connect, then redirect. So when I see my child starting to boil in anger or get overwhelmed or frustrated, I do my best to connect with where they are feeling first. I can see you're overwhelmed by trying to pick up these toys. Is that true? Yeah, it just feels so unfair. Your feelings are important to me. Do you need a minute to take care of those feelings before you choose one, two, or three? Helping them connect to me and to their own feelings first then gives them more space to redirect to whatever decision they're trying to get through. As I shared these three different tools with my niece, the when, then, the one, two, three, what will I see, and the connect, then redirect, you could just see her energy lighten. She felt more hopeful that she could have a better relationship with these kids and create that space so that they could have what they needed from their mother who isn't so worn out saying the same things over and over again or experiencing these power struggles, but that these little girls could also get what they needed to thrive. And as I saw that hope in her and remembered all of the tools that God has given me over the years to bless his children, it gave me a little bit more hope that maybe if I had a little girl someday, that it would be okay and that I would have what I needed to teach her. My friend, there may be some fears that you have about your own children and how they experience the world because of how you've experienced it. But this truth helps me move through those fears to a place of faith. The children in your life that you're trying to influence, whether they're your own children or someone else's that you love, they are God's children first. And he will always give them what they need on their experience here on the earth. I may have had some hard moments because I wasn't taught boundaries as I was raised. But I now know that God's hand was in all of it. And I don't have to be afraid of what I experienced or what my kids might experience. I trust him. And I trust that he will give me what I need and give you what you need. If you continually turn to him for guidance. Where in your life can you practice this faith? Get curious about where you can improve your boundaries with your kids or anyone else in your life. Drop the control and the fear 
and invite connection and faith. I believe that my niece can do this. I believe that I can do this. And I believe that you can do this too. Because God is on our side. And he wants you to know how important your work in this world is. You have a light that needs to be shared with those around you. That nurturing, mothering light that is capable of transforming relationships. You are doing much better than you think you are, my friends. God is with you. And he will bring you the tools, the knowledge, and the understanding that you need for any child in your life. Trust him and have a blessed day. Healing is possible. If you feel stuck on your healing journey, you do not have to stay there. I've created an empowering quiz that helps you know exactly why you're stuck, what phase you're at in your healing journey, and gives you three simple things you can do right now to help you move forward. All you have to do is go to thelightcoach.com slash quiz and take this free five-minute quiz. I promise it will help you move forward and create that life of peace, hope, courage, and joy that you want to live. It simply starts by taking a quiz and seeing what's possible. I can't wait to see what you create.